Yo, 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 welcome to episode number 91 of the Basketball Card Podcast. I am your host, Adam. You can reach me at the Real 27 guy on Instagram, and uh, I hope you will. I hope you'll follow me there if you don't already. Guys, today's episode is brought to you by PWCC Auctions. The PWCC Marketplace is one of the premier places to check out basketball card auctions. This week, uh, as I was perusing the auctions this morning, I saw there's a 2012 Prism unopened box, which I love, particularly because of how much easier it is to get golds in 2012 on a per pack basis than it is in future years, as well as a 2009 Topps box. As you know, probably the Steph Curry uh, Superfractor has never been seen publicly. I did a reel on that today. Um, multi-million dollar card. And uh, and so go check it out. Both of those are up this week, ending this Sunday at the PWCC Marketplace. Guys, this week I um, produced, or last week, I produced my 100th reel on Instagram. And what I thought might be interesting is to talk a little bit about um, what I've learned in the course of the last six months as I've been producing these reels and doing content full-time. As I've said many times, guys, I really appreciate all of the support, um, both in listening to the podcast and watching the reels, liking the reels, commenting on them. Those types of things make an absolutely huge difference to a content creator, both because it shows that, both because it increases numbers and it, it helps the algorithm to see that people are watching and liking and that sort of thing, but also because it allows the um, sponsors of that content to see that it's being viewed by real people. And I want to talk about that a little bit throughout this. But really to start off, again, the 100th reel this week. I've done reels for PWCC, for Alt, for Heritage, for Leland's. I did a single one for BCF done them for MC sports cards. I did one for PC sports cards. I did, um, I did one for Veriswap. I think I've done, I think that's it. There might be more, but that's eight different entities that I've done these reels for. And, um, I've learned a ton before I go too much further. I wanted to say the reels have done really well. Um, and I'm grateful for that. So the average reel Today, I won't tell you the average at first, I'll just tell you total views on the reels over the course of the last six months is over 2.7 million. There's a, there's individual videos that have 2.7 million views though, right? 2.7 million views is not like the most, that's not some staggering number. It's a big number for sure. It's over 27,000 views per. What I'm particularly proud of though is is the, the reels themselves are meant to be both educational and entertaining. Never paid for a reel to be boosted. I've never gone out and asked, you know, the, the community. I've never like gone out and said, hey, you know, if you go watch this, I'll give you money. I've never done, I've never paid for any of those things. And that's how a lot of people grow is by paying for those things. Never done that. Never paid for followers. Never done any of that sort of weird stuff before. And so, um, so with all that said, it has been really an awesome experience to um, watch them grow and to engage with so many of you through them um, and to connect with so many people. And so don't mind the beeping that you can hear in the background and the other things. We're still um, still putting together my basement and um, the, the laundry washing machine outside <laughs> outside is, um, is sometimes you can hear that. So um, but. 
but yeah, the the last six months have been really amazing, and I feel like I've learned a lot of things, and so I want to take just a few minutes today, do a short episode on some of the things that I've learned and how I hope some of you will, will think about these things. But the first thing that I want to say before I say anything else is this, and that is that you vote with your time and you 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 know you can say like when you're voting for the polls you vote at the polls you can say when you vote you know for you know a new product you vote with your wallet you vote in social media's currency today with how you spend your time how you share things how you like things and and I can't I can't be more clear about that when you watch con- somebody's content and you watch it for a long time, that benefits that person. And so for those of you who have spent time watching my content on social, thank you because you've enabled me to continue to do it because the places that sponsor me to do it have seen a positive enough um, you know, benefit to doing it that, that they've continued to you know, hire me to do that. Um, you know, if you didn't watch, then they wouldn't see that, and it would make a huge difference. Um, so with that, with that out of the way, here's some things that I've learned. Number one, ah, oh shoot, I, re- I numbered these the wrong way. I'm going to mess up and say them. I think I've got eight listed, and somehow I ended up with two ones and two fours, so I don't know how I did that. But Number one, most creators measure their success the same way, likes, views, clicks, etc., and it stinks. Okay, it stinks that this is how we have to do it, but it's true. Uh, most places are going to look at social media and they're going to say, well, this is good because that many people watched it, or this is bad because a lot of people didn't watch it. The reality is some of the best social media posts that you'll ever see don't have a lot of views or don't have a lot of likes or whatever. Um, this is There's a lot of different reasons for this, um, but it stinks that it is that way, and, and I just wanted to point out at the beginning that that's that's what people do. So if you know other content creators that are in our market and you hear them talk about how something did really well, they're probably talking about how many likes it got or how many people commented on it. You can also see that some people really get such a high out of how many likes they get or how many views they get that it becomes part of their identity. And this to me is kind of a scary thing. If you haven't watched uh, the Social Dilemma. It's on Netflix. It's been on Netflix for a long time. You basically become aware that people are driven by the machine that is social media. That social media is able to sort of grab hold of people, both viewers and content creators, and and influences their self worth based on how much people view on their view their content, like their content, that sort of thing. This is a really bad thing about social media. We sort of are utilizing, I I feel like I utilize the tool and I work on the tool and I hope that by creating the content that I do that it makes it a better place to be. That's my aim. Most people out there who are doing content I don't believe care about those sort of things or they are, are aware of it. I think most people who are out there are looking for how they can get a lot of clicks. And again, to me, that really stinks because it doesn't make us better. And so going back to sort of that first overriding point that that like how you spend your time as a viewer really matters because 
if you spend it looking at things that aren't productive or spend it like sort of support and in said another way supporting things that aren't productive or supporting things that don't make the hobby or the world at large better then you know you are actually you are actually adding to the problem um and and again i i think that really stinks um along with the you know cl clicks and likes and all those things that, that people sort of value themselves on the, th the next thing that i would point out is that what matters most is watch time. People always talk about the algorithm and they act like they know what the algorithm means. In a lot of cases, you'll see somebody's post that isn't very good, get a lot of views, and that's because they've paid for it, right? They've paid for it to go, to go out to a lot of people. But most of the time that something is really good, um, it's going to get views because the algorithm's really smart. The algorithm, algorithm's not complicated though, the question is how long people will watch your video. And so if you're a content creator and you create something that is a minute long and the average person watches it for two seconds, your video is not going to get very good engagement. So you have to figure out a way to, to get people to listen. And then you have to figure out a way to get them to continue to listen. And that's why people use a lot of ch cheap tricks. We'll get to the cheap tricks here in a second. And actually, that's a good point for us to take our first break. You've probably heard about Alt, but have you registered for their auction yet? Twice a month, Alt features its Liquid Auctions event, which caters to collectors of all kinds. The platform is super easy to use, connects to your bank in minutes, and provides a super fun bidding experience. What are you waiting for? Register on Alt XYZ today. All right, I ended on this idea of cheap tricks that work in social media. Um, I don't, that's maybe, that's maybe not exactly the right way to say it, but I want to describe what I'm talking about. So we like in the hobby, even those of us who are, you know, those people who, who are real, real collectors, as we call them, people who really care about their cards, they're not just flippers. Um, we love some types of um, content that are really like not great. And I'll, I'll sort of try to describe this a little bit. I think we engage with stuff that's not original. We engage with stuff that's stolen from other people. We engage with box break, quick, quick views and stolen stories, stories that other people post and that are sort of brought together by aggregators as Bill Simmons likes to talk them people and people who people and entities that, are, that have large followings and can then utilize that content as their own. And that's why we see a lot of the same stuff over and over and over again. Frankly, there's a race to post breaking news that we see in the hobby right now. And it's been like this for a long time. There's a lot of large accounts that the, I'm talking about several things at the same time, by the way. These aren't all cheap tricks. They're just, they're things that people do to get a lot of engagement. There are entities that, that like, they just steal other people's original content and they repost stuff that might be years old and they, 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 they don't actually create anything. They just sort of like post stuff that's out there. And I'm not saying that that stuff's not useful. I'm not saying that it's not good. I'm just saying that you can sort of see why a lot of those people do what they do because they want to get the views, they want to get the likes, they want the algorithm to like them. And so they post these things that 
everybody's seen before. And um, that's okay. Like, that's fine. That's fine that that's what they do. But it, to me, it's, it's not as cool as, like, original content. Creating original content, and this is, this is again, this is my episode about, about what this last six months has been like for me. Creating original content to actually educate and to actually entertain the hobby is so fantastic. And it's one of the things that I love most about what I get to do right now. And why I would say that, it, like, I basically got the coolest job in the world. Getting to talk talk about the things I want to talk about and the ways that I want to talk about, getting to produce the whole thing from beginning to end is amazing. And that's what I get to do with these reels, right? I go out, I find the stories, I research the heck out of them. I make sure that they're, that they're interesting and that they're factual. And then I produce them, right? I write them the way that I want to. I produce them the way that I want to. And it's so much fun and I love it. But that's not what a lot of hobby content is. A lot of it is this sort of, um, you know, taking other people's content, um, using older content. Um, and, and again, I'm not, I don't look down at those things. Those things still have a lot of value, but you can see why people engage so well with them, right? Because they're sort of like proven already. The other part of it is that there's this like real race to, and I mentioned this a second ago, there's a race to post breaking news because there's a, a large contingent of the hobby that cares about the current happenings. And so you'll see like some story that comes out and you'll see like lots of people will go repost and will share their take and stuff. And a lot of that is that they want the good feels that come from people engaging with it. They want people to, to see their, to see that they're, that they're out there and that they were part of it. And I've done some of that. I've, I've done a lot of that. And, and when I've done it, what I've sort of felt is like a Oh, cool. Like I, I got, I got like a lot of views or a lot of likes on this, but again, it doesn't actually, I don't think it actually benefits us, um, to have everyone post about the same things at the same time. So that's just sort of another take on that. Um, another thing that's sort of, um, not super connected to what I'm talking about right now is that, um, is, sorry, I'm getting a text from my wife that I need to come eat now. So that means I need to wrap this up quickly. Um, the, the other thing that was sort of disconnected to what we're talking about right now that I want to hit before our last break is that um, I think that researching a lot before posting and then posting is, is kind of a lost art. A lot of people just post what they think or they say what they're going to say, they record a video or whatever and they just get it up. My suggestion to that is that I know why people do it. It's because they want to be first. Um, and that's why I sort of put it in this, this thought in the same category. But really taking the time to make sure that you understand something before you post, um, researching and doing that first, I think that's incredibly important. Okay, one last break and then I've got a final thought. Do you grade your cards? Grading can preserve, protect, and beautify your cards. Well, maybe not all grading companies beautify the cards they grade, but CGC sure does. CGC slabs are so much nicer than the other big three that I send all of my PC cards to them for slabbing. Not only do they make the cards look amazing, but they are ultra durable. I used to think that a slab could only be super clear or super strong, but then CGC showed up. Check them out at cgccards.com today. All right, last thought. That's what I wrote down for my for my last thoughts. Um, there's a couple parts to this, but 
Um, a lot of people boost content. A lot of people pay for clicks, for likes, and for followers. My suggestion, my strong, strong suggestion is do not do it. Um, and that's because people, people do things like that so that they can appear to be something that they're not. Um, sometimes it might feel like when every... <laughs> It might feel like everybody's doing something and, the, and so you should do something. I think I've had that feeling a time or two. Um, but my suggestion is to not do it. Don't pay for followers. Don't pay for clicks or for likes. Don't do, don't do that sort of thing. Um, my average view count, as I mentioned earlier in the show, is, is actually significantly higher than my followers. My total followers right now is in the 14,000s. And my average reel is almost twice that. Um, Part of that is because of who I'm collaborating with, right? I'm, in a lot of cases, I'm, I'm collaborating with these sort of huge institutions, and I, it's not lost on me that that's, so, that that's super helpful. But ironically, some of my best videos and my most engaged with videos have been ones that are with collaborators who are a lot smaller than me. Um, I've got videos that I've done collaborations um, with, with people, with, with entities who have far less than 10,000 followers, and have way more than 100,000 views. And the reason's really simple. It's because people are watching the content, finding it really interesting, and then and then engaging with it. And then, then the algorithm takes that and spits it out to a lot of other people. What's also interesting is a lot of people are, are, are listening and, and viewing the content, and then they're not following. Boy, do I wish that everybody who, who enjoyed the content was following me. That would make a huge difference to me. Um, that's why I end every video with... For more stories about the greatest cards ever made, make sure to follow um, because it would be great if people actually followed who, who like your content and who watch it. And I, I watch the views on this stuff, right? Like lots and lots of people watch stuff and then they never follow. Um, but getting back to this idea of paying for, for followers, um, I don't look down on people who have done this. I have some people who I consider close friends who I suspect who have done this. Um, and again, I see the temptation to do it, but it doesn't actually help you to know how well you're doing in your, in your content creation, how well you're sort of um, influencing people and, and entertaining people. Um, my experience has been if you just create things as well as you can, and you put a bunch of research in it, and your goal is to both educate and entertain. For me, I think I've been able to find success in that. And um, I think that you can too. I wish that the majority of people who are creating hobby content thought like that rather than thought about just getting the views. Again, I know there's like this dopamine hit that you get that's wonderful when you see that you're... you're, you're your video, your reel, your still, whatever your, your podcast, whatever it is that you're creating, I get that there's a real internal sort of like, yes, it's doing well. Um, when you see the numbers, and so there's like a temptation to want to skip steps to get there. But my suggestion and advice is don't do that. My advice is just do it the right way. Make really great content. Figure out the ways that you can sort of um, honestly increase in engagement. Don't rip off other people's stuff. 
don't just post stuff just for clicks. Post this, and this is sort of a, I'm moving on to a separate thought now. Post the stuff that's interesting to you that other people will also find interesting and engage with those people. So for me, what that is, it's not talking about valuations on cards. I almost never do it. It's talking about the cards. And it's highlighting the parts of the cards that are interesting to collectors. And I have felt as I've done that, that that has really been like loved by many people in the community. And I'm super grateful for that. The other thing that I want to say here is going back to this, 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 and this is my last point. And it was my first point too, but I want to say it in maybe some slightly different words. You really do vote with your time. Um, one of the notes that I wrote down is if you watch girls dancing around in their bikinis on social media is going to show you that. Okay. That's what, it, that's what it's going to come back to. Um, social media is going to show you stuff that you've watched and engaged with more. And engagement, engagement means a few things, right? It means watch time. It means likes. It means comments. It means all of those things. And so if there's somebody who you follow and you don't like their content and you don't find their content helpful, like I would say if you don't feel comfortable unfollowing them, then you can still hide their content um, or don't watch it. But if you, if you have somebody whose content you love, Okay, watch it, watch it all the way through, watch it to the very last second, engage with it, like comment on it, share it. I mean, sharing, it's the very best thing that you can do um, to a, to a content creator. When you have somebody who shares your stuff and does so regularly, it means the world. Um, and again, for somebody like me, where I've literally decided to make this my career after 30 five years of collecting cards, my job now is to take the stories of the hobby and to put them out there so that literally hundreds of thousands of people a month are hearing these stories and hopefully becoming more intrigued with our hobby. Why do I want to bring more people to our hobby? Because I believe we need more people. We need people to understand why the cards are cool. We need people to hear the stories of the cards and go, I want to own that card, not just because I think it's a good investment, but because I think it's neat. And that's my goal, right? It's to, it's to share the stories of the hobby in a way that will be really engaging and interesting. And my hope is that the PWCC, Leland, BCF, Heritage, MC Sports Cards, PC Sports Cards, all Veriswap, soon to be CGC, and all these other ones that I'm doing for that they continue to see the that they they continue to see that that it's interesting, and they continue to say to sort of say, wow, like this these stories are are stories that impact the way that people think about um, about cards that they're not just investments, right? We've seen over the last couple of years almost every card has decreased in value. Some of us still just like to own our cards and like to hold them. And they weren't ever about just the investments in the beginning. It was about more than that. And if we can create content that makes people realize, wow, cards are cool. I like the cards for what they are. Then we will really, I think, change how the world perceives us and our hobby. But if we can't do that, then the hobby slowly dies. So again, vote with your time. Vote with how you view and how you share Make sure that you're not just giving all of your views and attentions to the salacious, the dramatic, 
the stuff that doesn't make the world better. I'm not saying don't listen to people who have critical takes. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying make sure that when you watch, that you watch the stuff that is most needed, both in the hobby and outside of it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening to episode number 91 of the Basketball Card Podcast. I will be back next week. Uh, if you've got any questions, hit me up at the Real 27 guy on Instagram. And until next time, happy collecting. Thanks for listening to the Basketball Card Podcast. Reminder to subscribe to Basketball Card Fanatic Magazine at bcfmag.com. Remember to use discount code BASKETBALL10 for 10% off any item in the store. That's BCFMAG10.